0: Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom site's official podcast for all of your Symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined today by Carlos and Tyler. Say hi, guys.
1: Hey, what up, guys?
0: Heyo. It's the end of 2018, a huge year for Venom and Venomaniacs. Tons of cool stuff happened, like Venom's 30th anniversary, the, first, uh, the release of the first long-awaited solo Venom movie and the start of an exciting and new ongoing series. It's been a roller coaster ride and the fun isn't over yet as we head into 2019. In today's episode, we'll catch up on what's been happening with Venom in comics and movie news and rumors since our last episode, as well as what uh is going to be coming up in the new year. Before we begin properly, we have to have a short discussion about something uh, that was brought up in uh, the feedback from our previous episode when we reviewed the Venom movie and First Host Limited series. We re- received two major complaints from a selection of our listeners. The first we'd like to address is the criticism towards our criticism of the movie. Now, we fully acknowledge that uh, this is a podcast run by Venomaniacs, dedicated to Venomaniacs, and in honor of all the symbiotes that we love. That being said, Uh, Being a fan of something doesn't mean that a fan will always have a positive outlook on the things they love, especially in the face of flaws. Fans can also be critics to varying degrees. The Venom movie, at the end of the day, is a flawed one deserving of its fair share of criticism from both the general audience and Venomaniacs. Even I had a few nitpicks about what the movie uh, acknowledges and the flaws that my peers had uh, spoken out to despite my attempts to even remain a ray of sunshine in my review. The second complaint that we received um, concerns the perceived treatment of one of our co-hosts during the first host review. Commenters took issue with what seemed like one or two of our co-hosts gang up on Aaron, who stood his ground to deliver a positive review of something the rest of us canned. First, we apologize if it seemed like uh, we were bullying Aaron for having any a different opinion from the general consensus. Again, this is partly goes back to our point about fans having unexpected, if controversial, opinions. But we also assure you that no offense towards Aaron's opinion was intended. Our fellow hosts were not attacking him or trying to invalidate his review. What you should know is that the podcast core team of hosts is have a history together that extends beyond the lifespan of the podcast. Some of us have known each other since the early days of Agent Venom's run since back in 2012. We interact with one another on a near daily basis and for those who are familiar with our interactions, especially with the those who have been our in our social circle on Discord and Twitter, we know that we often riff uh each other in good fun. The way our co-hosts behaved with one another on this podcast is simply an extension of our familiarity so if you hear us take sides with eddie versus venom uh eddie versus flash fans and take potshots at one another it's all in good fun and we really hope that you listeners find it entertaining because in the end we're all laughing behind the scenes so from everyone on the podcast we apologize for any confusion or offense you may have experienced from the last episode Alright, so then, uh, let's move along to... to In
2: other other words, we're all basically big trolls, and we like to bust each other's balls all the time. Oh yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: pretty much, you know, (laughs) it is what it is.
0: Yeah. So, um, alright then, let's just, I guess, move forward to the meat of today's episode. Since our last episode, uh, the Venom movie has defied all expectations in its success. Seriously, it has become a box office juggernaut, especially when uh, it finally reached the shores of China. Uh, at the time of this recording, it has surpassed $850 million gross in the international box office, including over $212 million gross domestically. Not only has it broken the record for the biggest opening weekend in October, it has also passed the likes of Star Wars Episode Four, the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, and, uh, Wonder Woman, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, For all that it matters, the movie sits at a comfortable 85% audience score over a 28% meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, proving that despite its glaring flaws, Venom is an overwhelming audience winner. That kind of success is nothing to shake a leg at either. The home release uh, date has even been moved up uh, from uh, about, what was it? I think it was, like, uh, February, wasn't it, guys? I yeah, think...
2: I think I think it was sometime in February. Yeah. It was supposed to come out. Yeah, so it was, yeah. like,
0: February 2019, uh, just to pretty much tomorrow, uh, December uh, 18th. <laughs> so, that's just two months after its re- uh, theatrical release and just in time for the holidays. I mean, seriously, some theaters are even s- uh, still playing the movie when it's currently out on digital release and soon to be on Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K. So... Has anyone's opinion been altered in light of this uh, resounding success?
1: Um, not really. I mean, uh, I'm for one again, like you said, Ryan. I was kind of surprised that uh, it came out pretty sooner than expected for the home release. I was not expecting it to come so soon. I, I guess Sony was just wanted to put it out there as soon as they could. Af- you know, after they had learned of its uh, box office success.
2: Yeah, my my opinion definitely hasn't changed on the movie. I still think overall, I I would still argue that it's it's not a good movie, but it's an enjoyable one. Despite that, and um, but I gotta say, I I do really like the ads and stuff they've been putting out towards like the the video release. <laughs> some of them are actually pretty funny, especially with like the some of the stuff with with Eddie and the symbiote and like treating it like a romantic comedy almost. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah
1: I, yeah, I saw that video on Twitter. It was it's pretty it's funny. great
0: because like. You know, I think one of the most surprising things—I I don't know if it is really that surprising—since we kind of saw the start of it even before the movie with the uh, trailers and everything. Uh, Tumblr, I mean, oh my God, Tumblr has become their uh, their audience for this movie. And you look, you look for any Venom fan art online, and you will mostly see, you know, stuff. That are shipping Eddie and and the symbiote. So, I mean, it's great that uh, Sony is kind of taking notice of the kind of audiences that uh, they are attracting.
1: Yeah. Well, right now, as we're recording this, uh, Tumblr is going through a pretty big purge uh, as of late, right now. Yeah. So.
0: So uh, pour one out for our Tumblr people. <laughs> And uh, p- uh, press F for respects. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, no. Like ever since ever since I seen Venom, like I've seen it twice in theaters, and I'm gonna see it again once I get my copy when it releases tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it it's still enjoyable to a certain extent. But my opinion, what I said in the last episode still remains. Um, again, I still don't. The plot doesn't really add up as much as it as I thought it was going to, and uh, you know, the whole thing with Riz Ahmed's character, him playing uh, Carlton Drake. You know, there was a lot of flaws going on with him. But again, I still enjoyed Venom for what it was. And it, despite those flaws, I'm still going to be watching it when I get my copy. So.
0: Yeah, I, I think, like, my, my opinions have definitely not changed. I mean, I, I still do accept a lot of the criticism towards it. But when I watched it last week on digital, when it finally came out, I kinda had the same feeling I felt when I first watched it in theaters on opening night. I kinda got that giddiness in me. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. I'm watching Venom on a movie with big time actors. Like, oh my gosh,
2: I was so excited. I, I will say it is pretty surreal just to think of this the impact this movie has had, and I do think it's a good impact. I mean, Venom's like hugely popular again. And I mean like I don't remember I said this last last time to- episode, but my sister texted me after she saw the movie and she's like and like and she said oh yeah it was really good and i'm like that's something i had never imagined my sister ever saying about venom in my life and so and just
1: even like, like i had a lot of people here on discord that i'm friends with they messaged me and they kept saying oh my god i loved venom it was so great and like i got so many messages on on facebook even people from there that i know said they enjoyed it a lot too and you know that that did put a smile on my face and you know i'm just glad that you know people are enjoying it for what it is even though it's not like you know the whole mainstream mcu type thing you know
2: yeah i I am i am a bit disappointed it did not beat homecoming in in box office though (laughs) i have to admit that that would have been icing on the cake for me because i cannot stand homecoming (laughs) i mean the fact that it's
0: just done so well like like For the last few weeks, we've just been seeing, you know, posts on social media saying it has now surpassed this mark, meaning it has beaten these movies in the box office, which is just, you know, it's
2: staggering. And I I will say with how well it's done, I'm very curious to see what Sony is going to do going forward. Because, you know, there's the whole rumors about, like, oh, are they going to take Spider-Man out of the MCU? There were some rumors today I heard, like, Amy Pascal saying, oh, no, he's going to stay in the MCU. But, like, after Into the Spider-Verse has come out, and that movie was so good, like, absolutely, oh, you should yeah. see it. And so I'm, like, I would love to see Venom in, like, an animated Spider-Verse movie, like, or or any symbiotes at all, like, in the sequel, and so, like, I, I just want to see Venom interact with Spider-Man. So it'd be really cool if we could get something like that.
1: Because at first, it was like, I know uh, Tyler, you posted these the end credit scene, and I was trying not to watch it. I was, people were saying rumors that it was Eddie Brock, but then when I saw it, was the whole uh, Miguel thing, and he went to Universe sixty-seven. I'll uh, we'll have to put that, some spoilers now. So. Sorry, yeah, about that. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, I, I, my point is, again, I'm sorry that I, I did that, but uh, my point is that I was hoping that, you know, Sony would do, like, a Venom into Venomverse uh, animated spinoff, because I, I would totally see that, for sure.
0: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think those are some great closing thoughts on it, like, uh, I mean, maybe someday we'll have to do uh, another live recording podcast where we just watch the Venom movie and you know comment on Commentary. it. Commentary. Yeah, it'd be great, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> Alright, so let's switch gears then to comics. Prior to our last episode we had reviewed the first story arc of Donny Cates and Ryan Segman's Venom comic. Since then we have taken the plunge into the next thrilling arc entitled The Abyss. One that has, so far, lived up to Donny's promise of Eddie Brock-centric storytelling. We're three issues into the new arc, and already we've been hit with some world shattering revelations and status quo changes. The Venom symbiote is pr- uh, practically lobotomized and has taken the form of a mindless dog. The, a cult has resurrected Cletus Cassidy into a terrifying new carnage bent on collecting the mysterious symbiote or uh, I think I said that right, in order to free Null from imprisonment in the web of venom carnage born one shot and then eddie also has been revealed to have a little brother and maybe his sister mary brock never existed where do we want to start with that
1: oh man uh after reading the whole carnage born story the one thing i mean i'm pretty sure most of everyone listening has read that issue um the one thing that just didn't really make all that much sense to me was uh, Scorn. Uh, all of a sudden, being the the cult leader for the resurrection of Cletus, only for her to be suddenly just killed off by him.
0: Or seemingly killed off.
2: Yeah, I just it, don't it, get it, that. It, it does suck, because I've been waiting for this character to come back for, what, five years now? Yeah. Literally no appearances at all. And the last thing she was doing was, like, telling a guy she she wanted to kill Carnage, if she'd given the chance. And then yeah. we finally get her back, and she's part of... The, not only is she part of the cult that resurrects him, but then she's just immediately, quote-unquote, killed off. Yeah, so. it's... It it's was, weird. I it I don't get it because like
1: she pretty much hated him for every, for all the wrong reasons, for all the you know she just pretty much hated Cletus but for then for her to just somehow lead this group and then she just sacrifices her onto him I don't I don't get that it was very weird.
0: Yeah, it's it was definitely a kind of jarring return for for Scorn and I mean. Even I'm a little bit miffed about it. Even though I'm still holding out hope, I'm, I'm kind of joining uh, Kita uh, from our last episode. Kind of joining her her side of you know denying things until uh, we see definitive proof. We even then denying it still. <laughs> so I'm just hoping he's st- he's still uh, she's still alive and. You know. I mean,
1: what I will say though is that at least we got uh, an explanation of what happened to Cletus because you know uh, the last time we saw him was in Venomized and he was drifting through space with the poison still on him, but I guess it dis- disintegrated on impact when he went through the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. So I guess that explains. Yeah.
2: Kind of confusing because then like an- was was that the different symbiote he got that came out of him or I don't of- it, it was a bit weird. Just, like, yeah. another symbiote comes out of him and then protects him from the land, but then he dies anyway. I think it's supposed to and be the the, uh, the the Codex from... I forget, which, which, like, wasn't it
0: a Codex that they used to resurrect Carnage? Like, well, it wasn't really his
2: symbiote.
1: Uh, it was, I think it was, wasn't it a Null's Codex?
2: Yeah, they got Null's Codex, oh, and that's then, right. Uh, Scorn said, like, oh, take the Carnage Codex I got in my spine or whatever. Yeah. But the so thing, it was the mixed thing is, too, is it. like,
1: I just didn't understand how Scorn and this group suddenly knew the whole history behind Null. It just seemed out of nowhere. Like, they just knew right off the bat.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, like, it. Let's see. Maybe uh, we can talk about uh, the issue with um, oh, evil Reed Richards. I always forget his name. The Maker. The Maker. Yeah. That was a pretty good issue. I think it's, it's fair. Yeah, because oh, we pretty oh, a- much absolutely. got more
1: context to the whole. You know, the whole thing with. Uh, I mean, we found out that Venom's green slime is you know his number two. You know.
0: Waste. Yeah. product. <laughs> yeah. And then uh then we also had a very brief but awesome return of uh Agent Venom. Yeah, yeah
1: that, that that was a great moment in the, in the As a eight. big
2: Agent Venom fan, like Kates was pandering directly to me and I couldn't get enough of it. So it was uh,
1: but we all know who hated that the
0: most. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> 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 exactly. But um no, I think I think that was I think that was perhaps uh, Donnie giving us a little bit more closure to Agent Venom's death. Any closure at all
2: compared to any other writers. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> so I think that, that that was, I mean, great job, Donnie. That, that was fantastic, the way you handled it. And it definitely opens up for some interesting stories with the codexes. Or the code- oh, for sure.
2: I was I was about to comment on that. Like the codex thing is very interesting and has a bunch of potential possibilities. And the best part of the carnage issue for me was seeing the big page with all the people who have ever had a symbiote in the Marvel universe. Basically, even though it is kind of downplayed by the fact that with all the symbiote, with multiple symbiote invasions we've had through the past, it means there's potentially thousands of people in the Marvel universe who have had symbiotes. So.
1: Um, I will. I will give a huge shout out to Eben for doing the two issues that he drew on it, and I just want to say, Even, thank you so much for bringing back uh, Eddie Brock's uh, Venom Winter Jacket. Oh BC yeah, issue three seventy four, because that jacket is the jacket.
2: It is the best and jacket. I mean, both I just Coel- wish there was both willow and Stegman are just killing it on art. They're so good. Mixed with the colorists and inkers, like the art's so good in. For both artists,
1: definitely, yeah.
2: And then, um, but, um,
0: then we we also are introduced to um, to Dylan Brock. Thoughts on that one? I'm very uh, curious what's going on. Yeah,
1: right it was it was just out of nowhere because I, I thought for the longest time for me, I always thought that Eddie was an only child.
2: Yeah, but the, and then we we have the mystery with uh, Mary Brock, his sister, and how he like we remember her, and then like, and 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 then suddenly his dad doesn't remember her. and He's like, "What are you talking about?" So it's like, it really feels like Donnie's trying to clean up a lot of inconsistencies in the lore, and I'm I, I feel like something big is coming, and I'm very excited to find out.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Donnie Donnie on Twitter stated that he there's a good reason for it, but we just don't know it yet. I, I mean. I mean, uh, of course, we've all caught up with all the issues, and I'm pretty sure our listeners have too, but uh, apparently we were uh, theorizing that the symbiote has something to do with Eddie's mind, that he's wiping out certain parts of his brain and his memory.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, it's very interesting because really we've only had two appearances of Mary Brock in the history of comics. The first one was with uh, Nova in which she was stated to be his uh, what, what was it? A uh,
2: younger sister? I think?
0: Yeah, it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then his in younger Dark sister. Origins
2: she was an older sister.
0: Yeah, so there was a, a huge inconsistency there, especially since, um, for the most part we, we, te- we technically write off Dark Origin as not canon to the mainstream universe um, but Donnie is definitely playing around trying to incorporate dark origin into the mainstream universe, especially with um, the way he depicts uh, Carl Brock, um, who we still don't know if he, if his name is Carl or Eddie jr. Because uh, you know, Donnie had once stated, uh, said his name was Eddie jr. Which would be in line with uh, the dark origin uh, story Whereas in the mainstream universe, his name is Carl, and we never get his name dropped in, the, in any of the issues so far with uh, Donnie. So, but they're definitely, uh, Donnie's definitely incorporating uh, some Dark Origin stuff into the mainstream universe now. And I think this is a fun way for him to really play around with uh, the question of uh, who is Mary, is, is she even real? Because we have these two conflicting versions of her.
1: Yeah, it's gonna open a pretty interesting storyline going into the near year, and I'm actually really looking forward to it to see where it goes.
2: Yeah, and I mean now Dylan wants to Eddie's help to kill his dad, which only raises more questions. So I mean, what is going on?
0: Yeah. And and it also, you know, raised the question in our community of whether Dylan is even real. Is he just a figment of the symbiote's creation, or someone else's creation?
1: I guess we might find out in issue ten.
0: Hopefully, he's real because a (laughs) lot of us have become attached to Dylan. You know, he seems like a great character, and it'd Uh, be
1: you know great to see more what how the Brock family forms up from this point.
2: I'm still betting it's like I said. I think something big's coming, and I feel like it's going to be. On the in, as the same way that the null was like a huge new revelation for the uh symbiotes in their origin, I feel like this is going to be a huge new revelation f- for Eddie. Like, I I feel like there's I, I've joked about it on the Discord about how you know maybe it's something really crazy like it's a bunch of clones or something, and it's like Eddie's like not a real person, and it's like <laughs> so. But I I don't know what's coming, but it's 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 gonna be crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, also, I want to point out something in, uh, in issue 9 um, that uh, when Eddie was leaving and he's in the alleyway, uh, he was coughing blood. So, is that an indication his cancer is coming back?
0: Oh, yeah, because I mean, that issue began with him talking about how uh, his sister died of cancer and how his family has this history of cancer. So, it could be he- here comes his
2: cancer once again, the second time around well I mean Donnie already back, brought back Agent Venom for a bit let's bring back Anti-Venom for a bit let's bring back Eddie is, I'd love to see Ryan Stegman draw Anti-Venom like that'd be awesome Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. well any other uh, thoughts about the uh, the comics or, or...
1: well I will say that I think re- I forgot to mention this for uh, Carnage Born but uh, you know after when Cletus has a piece of the Null symbiote um, I guess now he is going to be going on a symbiote hunting spree, hunting everyone who's ever been bonded with a symbiote, retrieving their codex. I think. So that's going to be a pretty uh, interesting story arc that'll probably happen in next year's event if they if they decide to do uh, a new Venom event for him.
2: So he's going to have to start digging up a lot of graves. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so but, well that pretty much closes out 2018. So what do we have lo- to look forward to in 2019? So definitely we have the uh, the inevitable Venom versus Carnage. First time in 15 years since Eddie and Cletus have crossed paths as Venom and Carnage. So it's going to be the knockdown, dragout fight of the of the century. And uh, it could also be possibly the next big event of uh, of the year because they because I think Donnie and Stegman or whoever have been teasing that there's going to be a huge event for Venom next year.
1: Um. Yeah. No. That that sounds like a great, a good, a good story to go with. Uh, I don't know. For me, I was kind of like hoping. We would get something similar to what we got with Spider geddon Maybe we might get Venom geddon but we already got uh Venomverse and Venomize, so I don't know if we'll get a third type of event like that. But it's I think that's how Spider
2: Geddon cool. is going, I don't think I'd want a Venom geddon <laughs> based on <laughs> it's not great so far for me personally. I mean the Spider Girls tie in is great, but the main event, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um After the Poison Trilogy, I don't know if we want to go back to something like that. Um, I'm really hoping that the big event of next year is perhaps the Marvel Universe in in, at large acknowledging Null. You know, because we're building up towards Null's uh, return, possibly his release from uh, Clintar maybe this will be something big for the Marvel universe to tackle.
1: I hope uh we get a, I hope we get to see the return of all black the necrosword.
0: And heck, that now, would be pretty cool. Now that uh Donnie is on the Guardians of the Galaxy, this might be what we're building towards, a huge cosmic threat in the form
2: of Null and his r- release. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really curious what's going to happen in the future and just uh it's definitely building up something big as well with with Null and Carnage, and like I said, I'm really curious how Carnage is going to interact with Null because when he was revived in Carnage Born, he was just like, "I don't know what the hell you guys were talking about. You want me to kill people, though? I'm down with that." So yeah. I'm really curious how he's going to interact with Null when they meet up.
1: Well, the whole thing like with Carnage Born, they pretty much uh, established like Cletus was a, a like a, was reborn. As a baby,
0: that is and... something that we didn't talk about. Was that there's a bit of yeah. Ret- there, I don't know if you would call it retconning or if this is just another case of an unreliable narrator going on. Yeah, uh, since it was it is it... scorn. It was scorn who was retelling uh, Cleus's origin story, and it was definitely different from what we've seen before. And so, who knows what the truth actually is.
2: Yeah, it definitely seemed like unreliable narrator. Like things didn't didn't add up at all. Like he was he. We know that Cletus was not just born in a an asylum. Which that seems almost too on the nose. So it definitely feels like they were just like trying to amp up his legend. I guess. All right, and but, then. My... Um...
0: I guess another thing we can probably look forward to is that uh, recently uh, Sony had um, had planned out two dates in 2020 for when they're releasing uh, movies. I think uh, it was hinted that they were going to be related to their plans for the Spider-Verse. And uh, most likely October 2nd, 2020 will be Venom's uh, uh, sequel date.
1: Which is pretty much uh, Venom versus Carnage. The yeah.
2: Movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they don't call it Venom versus Carnage, what's the point? Exactly. Well, see,
2: here's the thing. I've heard people. There's been a bunch of theories about what's going to happen is that I, I've heard. I don't think this is true, but I've heard people think that there's not going to be Carnage in the sequel and that they're going to try to build up to him like almost like a Thanos level villain for a maximum Carnage movie for the Sony verse, I guess, with like Morbius and. I, uh, Venom and Silk or whatever. I, I, I Like I said, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I feel like they're going to have to do Carnage for the sequel. Yeah. But yeah, it it's just, it is something to consider with Morbius. Because when, when, when does Morbius come out? Mor- Morbius is supposed to be next year, right? Yeah,
0: they're already, like, they're already talking about how, you know, they have Jared Leto and now they're hiring, uh, they've, they've hired on uh, someone to play his female opposite lead.
2: Yeah, and I I don't even think that movie's gonna do well. Like Venom, at least is you know Venom. <laughs> yeah, Venom is Venom. Power, yeah, but exactly. I do not think Morbius has the appeal of Venom.
0: And we're and we're far gone from the uh from the vampire phase of Hollywood. Well,
1: you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if you know if they're doing the Morbius movie. You think they might somehow do like a Enemy Within movie type thing?
0: Hmm. Because he was in
1: that comic.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: But I will say Sony, um, when you do film the sequel for Venom, could you please cut Woody Harrelson's hair, please? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like how could you at like, least make it shorter?
0: Like maybe the scene when he escapes from uh his his imprisonment, he maybe says, you know, it's his new day for him or whatever and to to show that he shaves his head and you know Get rid of that ugly thing that's living on his head.
1: Is Ronald McDonald looking himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, definitely it's uh, definitely going to be really cool to see what's what, if we get any new announcements about Venom 2 because it, it was already hinted by, I think, the writers of, of the Venom movie that number two is definitely happening. So
1: and that, you know, Tom Hardy pretty much uh, he he signed on for maybe at least two more movies if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, he's he's supposed to be on for two more movies. So Yeah, and then another thing to look forward to, I know merchandise wise, uh is I believe it's February uh 19th, 2019, Ven Omnibus volume number 2 comes out. Uh I suspect it will probably be the last Venomnibus since it um, rounds out the last of the '90s series. So we have that to look forward to.
2: I'm too poor to afford the.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: only Orion can afford very nice things.
0: <laughs> well, my 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 only uh, advice is pre-order on Amazon because you can usually get a lot of money off if you do that. But, otherwise, um, anyone else have anything, perhaps, that we can look forward to in 2019?
1: Well, uh, for me, I well, what I will say is that uh, 2018 has been a good year, you know. Uh, it was a great year for celebrating Venom's 30th anniversary slash birthday. So, it was a treat that we got to have, you know, his, um, all those cool-looking variants, you know, me and Aaron wasted our money recklessly on those <laughs> um we did get you know unfortunately that not so great venomized story which also came out um but and you know we got the movie so again 2018 2018 was a good year for celebrating uh, venom's 30th um as for 2019 uh again I'm, I'm really looking forward to what donnie and ryan have in store for us for the event for 2019 and um Hopefully we get some more news on more cool merch, and yeah.
2: And uh, one of our commenters, Glubtastic, does bring up a good point that, uh, you know, Ghost Spider, as her series is now called for Spider-Gwen. I remember in the interview, they said there was definitely some stuff coming up with the symbiote, uh, because she's still wearing the symbiote. For in her comic, even though she doesn't really call herself Gwen or anything, but so they they did address that in an interview for her series. And the first three issues have just been dealing with Spider Geddon, so we'll have to see in 2019 how they're going to deal with her symbiote, whether they get rid of it and like she gets like an actual Venom foe. Oh, I I know, I know,
1: I know, I got this one. Take it off, take it off, Gwen, and put it on Elsa Brock so it can make Aaron happy. Aaron,
2: yeah. Aaron would be very happy <laughs> if Rock gets the symbiote. So, yeah. and, um, and speaking of Aaron, he while he couldn't join us, he is messaging us and I quote, he says, when we were talking about First Host, I was talking out my ass trying to defend it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's his words, not mine. Alright,
0: so then, how about this? What is... What's one thing that everyone, that, that all of our hosts here hope will happen in 2019 Venom-wise? Something that perhaps hasn't been announced, but we hope will come around?
2: Flash Thompson, back to life!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bring back my frickin' mania, please! And for me, uh, just Marvel Legends give us a uh, She-Venom figure.
2: Marvel Yeah, that too. Figures. <laughs> yes, we need more. Ven- give us a Venom Wave number two. Yeah. Yes, ben-
1: a, n- a new Venom Wave number two with uh, she Venom Mania, please.
2: Yeah, and not Typhoid
0: Mary. And no. maybe maybe a um, Venom Ghost Rider Hulk build a figure. That'd be Very crazy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. All right, I think that wraps things up. For today's episode, so be, if you'd like to participate. It'll be a bit of
2: a shorter podcast this time because we didn't have two of our hosts. But... Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, if you'd like to participate in a live audience for future We Are Venomaniacs episodes, join our Discord server by following the link below and check out the podcast chat channel for details about our next recording date. We'll make announcements on Discord, Twitter, Reddit, and the main the Venom site uh, website for upcoming recordings. So, as always, thank you, my fellow hosts, Carlos and Tyler, for joining me today. Ooh, glad we
1: could be yep. here. And uh, one more thing, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy 2019 to everybody.
0: Yep, yeah, Mer- happy Merry holidays. Christmas. And then uh, thank you for the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's an honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs.